0: <laughs> Luck is for dudes.
1: I'm like Joey can't get to his damn computer and phone <laughs> fast enough to just smash everything he can possibly <laughs> say. That
2: means every fucking thing to me.
1: Broncos country, let's ride.
0: Ooh, yeah, about that ride, Broncos country. About that ride. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, we 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 almost beat the Chiefs, guys. Hey, cool.
1: A little too little too late.
0: It was neat. We 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 scored twenty eight points, a season high. We almost we almost got them. Just shook them up. Fuck that. Anyway, we won't get into that tonight. That that's something we'll we'll talk about that another day. I'm not ready to talk about the embarrassment that is my Broncos season at this point. But uh, thank you all for joining us, Joey Fats Radio, Row One Seat One. What? No live. I don't know. It's not coming up. Oh, well, we're Row One Seat One. We're live, bud. Uh Thank you all for joining us. It's uh, We had a week off last week because, uh, well, Paul and I were somewhere much warmer and much nicer than this. And it was a great, great fucking thing. Uh, we were in Barbados. It was phenomenal. Uh, there's no Sean tonight because he's got, I don't know, he's doing like family stuff or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, just me and Paul tonight. Uh, but thank you all for joining us, Row one seat one Joey Fats Radio, 774-992-8702, uh, right here live with the one the only, The New Bedford Guide, uh, we appreciate you all taking some time out to talk some sports with us tonight, uh, we've got a lot to get into, as always, it's been we've had a busy two weeks, uh, there's a bunch of stuff we wanted to talk about last week, but obviously it's old news now, uh, but uh, we're going to get into uh, a bunch of shit tonight, yeah. We got the resurgence of brother Baker, the touchdown maker, (laughs) getting it done in prime time. Uh, Brady goes from, oh, my God, he did it again to what the fuck just happened. Uh, So we'll go from Baker to Brady. We'll talk a little bit of the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk a little bit of the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals last night. Oh, fun times. Uh, What else do we got, Paul? We've got a bunch of shit to get into. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the Celtics-Lakers tonight. Yeah. First I'll- matchup of the season. Against- Celtics
1: have dropped the last two.
0: About to be three, bitch. Uh, I hope not. That'd be so great if the Celtics' first three-game skid of the year comes at the hands of the Clippers, the Lakers, and who'd you guys lose to the first one? Warriors. Okay. Oh, right, the Warriors, right. Yeah. yeah, basically like what everybody projected to be like three of the top five teams in the, in the West, you know. Two years ago preseason right you know and uh you guys lose all three of them in yeah, a row i don't know succession. what it is
1: about when i watch celtics games every time i see highlights from games that i don't watch it's like tatum goes off tatum does this tatum this tatum that and then i watch the fucking game and it's like tatum with seven points in the first half and i'm like jesus fucking christ dude like why can't i ever like watch this dude go off like when everybody else says he does or whatever like he can never put like consecutive games together you know what I mean? Just like he can't put back-to-back games together. I don't know what it is.
0: Well, you know why Tatum can't do that. I'm glad you brought it up because this is actually one of the things I wanted to talk about during the show. But you know, we'll just start it off right now. We'll leave the show right here with this uh, Celtics Lakers tonight. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's a fun game. It doesn't really mean that much. Obviously, uh, West versus East. It's really no big playoff implications. It's not like these not two. Yeah. Not like the Lakers are a shoe in for the finals, and this could be a potential final matchup. Granted, it could be. If the Lakers get their shit together a little bit more, they're, they've gotten their shit together over the last month, uh, but they haven't, you know, they're not th- quite there yet. Uh, right. They still got a couple pieces to get, to get put into place by the trade deadline if they're going to make a realistic run at it. Um, but I'm glad you brought up Tatum and you, you know, people always talk about Tatum and I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because yeah, honestly it's December and it's basketball. It's the NBA. Right. Like this really doesn't mean shit until at least the all-star break at the earliest like you know you can start paying attention around christmas that's my rule of thumb you know or at least start taking yeah, more got, well, interest like 30 games in by yeah now, you you kind of you kind of got a feel for who's who uh and then christmas time you know christmas day obviously i mean this year it's going to be overshadowed by the end of nba and the nfl yeah because sure. uh, the nfl i mean i'll be watching the broncos and the rams on christmas day i'll be like oh uh what's that the lakers are wrong? oh sorry i gotta watch russell wilson versus baker mayfield yeah hopefully russell wilson That'll might be, be mark Rippin, but who knows yeah. um but usually you you start paying attention around to Dece- you know around christmas then the trade deadline the all-star break roll around and then you get to know what the teams are going to be for the rest of the year then it starts becoming time to like, okay, now I can start paying attention, getting a feel for who's going to be who and what the playoffs are going to look like. Then you get into the play and then, you know, like, you know, Easter happens and you're like, okay, this is it, final home stretch. And next thing you know, the playoffs and then you're into the playoffs and the playoffs last for what feels like eight months. Uh, but my thing with this, with the Celtics is, and, and this is a uh, observation I made and this is why I, I, I stand by this, Jason Tatum to me is the next Carmelo Anthony. Great player, prolific scorer, has some shortcomings, will be good, will be there at times, but I could very much see him never winning a championship. Yeah, I mean, because I just don't think he has, like, Melo just never had that, like, that killer instinct, that ability to elevate his entire team above. The, uh, the, his opposition, like Kobe did, like Jordan did, like Bird or Magic did, and I know, don't get me started. Like, oh, Mill never played on teams that were as good as those teams. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I really don't care. I think Jason Tatum is just the next Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he's just. I think he's going to be one of these guys. It's like, yeah, we look at him like, yeah, he's really good, really good player. Never won shit though.
1: Right. I don't know. I can see it being. I mean. You have high hopes for the kid, and like you see what he's capable of, and like everything that he does. But it's just sometimes the dude just doesn't fucking show up. You know what I mean? And well, that's, you they, can't rely on Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown to really.
0: If they lose tonight to the Lakers, and they lose to the the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, all three, right around. You know, at the the Warriors. I'm not even gonna say are at full strength, but they're pretty close. The Clippers have Paul George and Kawhi back, so they're pretty close to full strength. And then if they lose to like LeBron, Westbrook, and AD tonight. I mean, what does that say about, like, the, the status of the East versus the status of the West? If we're going to look at it in this very early season vacuum where we're just like, okay, the Celtics are clearly the best team in the East right now, right? right. I don't think anybody would disagree. Well, they
1: got the best team in the – I mean, the best record in the league.
0: Best record, right? If we're just going to go back – right. I mean, Milwaukee's probably right there. Who knows? Like, uh, 19 or something. Philly's or probably pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying record-wise, but, you know, you're talking about teams that like are just, just as good that yeah. are going to compete. Right. But if they lose, if they go out and they lose to the Warriors, Lakers, and Clippers in three straight games on the road, what does that say about the status of the East? Like, okay, so we're back to this old thing again. We're like, you've got six or seven teams in the West that could legitimately win it, and you really only got like one or two in the East. Right. And it's really going to come down to matchups and who's hot at the right time, right? Of course. And that's kind of the whole thing with the NBA is like it just that's the way it works. Like just, it's everybody's. <laughs> got, it's all about runs. It's all about runs, baby. You're right. It is. And it's all about being healthy at the right times, too. Right. I mean, but I remember last year, the Celtics were up, what, 2-1 on the Warriors? Yeah. And I just remember telling someone, be like, yeah, Warriors in six.
1: I remember seeing that little graphic where it was like they went up like 2-1 or even winning the first game of the series. And it was like 89% chance the Celtics win the series. And I'm like. Do you know who the fuck you're playing? Like, what right? You mean? Well, it was, it was saying like teams. Chance, team, well, no, because
0: like, what it was is teams that had done that at that point. Yeah, fuck. Like off. teams that go up two one like, probably win eighty nine percent of the time. Like at that in a seven game set. Like you know, so that kind of makes sense. But I just like, I know like everybody's riding high on the Celtics. Oh, they're better without Udoka. They're playing better this year. They've matured. They're so much better you settle down, bro. It's yeah. fucking early December. Settle down. And, of course, you've got people like all the Celtics fans now. They're losing their shit, Bill Simmons included. They're losing their shit. Like It's like, oh, my God, the sky is falling because they lost two in a row. Right. I hope they lose tonight to the Lakers. I don't know that they will because I don't know if the Lakers are fucking. I don't really know who if the Lakers are a good matchup for the Celtics, a bad matchup for the Celtics. Uh, I, don't really I, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, we'll find out at we'll 10 see. o'clock. Yeah. Uh, but Is that what it is, 10 or 10, 10 p.m.? 30? 10 oh, p.m. 10. Okay. Uh, I don't really know who's if they're a good bad matchup. We'll find out. But by the same token, if they do, I, I just don't know what to expect out of this Lakers team. I mean, they're the Lakers could be like, yeah, we're going to go eight and two in our last ten games, and they're like, yeah, we'll go five and five. Right. So they're a very up and down, inconsistent team. Again, I still think the Lakers are finding themselves. But if they were, if the Lakers pull this out, they win tonight. I cannot wait. Like I might actually listen to Boston Sports Radio tomorrow morning. That'd be- I might actually have to tune in and listen to Boston Sports Radio for the first time in uh what four years? Uh when did uh when did Jerry and, and Kirk get fired? That was the last time I listened to Boston Sports Radio. So I might actually have to tune in and listen because it'll be fucking hilarious to hear the meltdown. Definitely listen to the national the national guys, because the you know, the Adam Shines of the world have their shit on lock. Uh they know they they're tied in, they know what they're talking about. Right. But uh you know i you know my rule of thumb i try not to listen to sports radio because i don't want my takes on this show to be tainted by the people that I listen to, right? Of course. So
1: I don't listen to sports radio either.
0: I try to avoid listening to sports radio as much I, as possible. Yeah. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of like you know research and, I and watch film the study.
2: Sports, and I come on the radio. Yes, and I
0: watch <laughs> the actual games as they happen, which is why we'll probably cut this off tonight around like 10, 10 o'clock, so we can get out of here and watch and, and actually get watch the something. game. Yeah, hell yeah, and get to the games, but um, it's. It's funny, I just think Jason Tatum's going to be one of those guys to me. He just, he reeks of another Carmelo Anthony. If you were going to compare him, like people always compare him to Kobe. I'm like, "Mm, no, no. And, And I'm not saying compare him to Kobe in like a, oh, he's he's as good as Kobe Bryant was right now. He's definitely as good. no, no, but like they like oh, he trained with Kobe. He practiced with Kobe like before he passed away, and like Kobe mentored him and all this other stuff. and he was Kobe. he was yeah, Kobe he was, was his was favorite camps player and all, that. and all this stuff when he was a kid. and it's like, all right, cool, but like he really just gives me Carmelo Anthony Vibes. like I'm gonna play when I wanna play. I'm gonna win some shit here and there. I'm gonna get you close, but I'm never gonna get you over the hump. And uh that's just how I feel that's what I feel about Jason Tatum. But uh 774-992-8702. Let's get into some NFL. Do you want to uh what do you, do you want to start last night's game or should we I No, you know what? Let's go let's go back to last Thursday first. All right. Let's go back to last Thursday. Rams Raiders in LA. The resurgence, the return of one brother Baker, the touchdown maker.
1: Yeah, I mean that was quite Quite the, I mean, I don't know what it was with about, like, you know, what it was about 16-3 and three leads, you know, that week with the Bucks the week with the, before. Yeah, the Bucks,
0: the Bucks and the Rams were, like, 16-3? No problem.
1: Yeah, and Baker coming in, I guess they said that he didn't even know which way to get back to the fucking locker room or something like that because he had literally got there not even... 48 20, hours earlier. I, yeah, something like that. Knew about six plays, didn't even know some of the guys' names on the team and shit like that and
0: fucking... I mean, isn't that... That was kind of the fun part about watching that gaze. Although I mean, I'm sure everybody saw it. We don't have to rehash it. It was already, right. you know, whatever fucking five days ago, six days ago at yeah, this point. Right. Um But watching that gaze, so I remember was so a we're sitting in we're in Barbados. We're in the middle of the nice you know, we're in weather. the nice southern Caribbean, like right off the coast of Venezuela. Yep. And uh, we're like sitting there. We're like, oh, okay, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, nice warm weather. And I'm like, oh, right. There's a Thursday night game on tonight. Now, obviously, I would have had to stream it on my phone because I couldn't get it through uh, on on the TV down there. Right. So I'm like, ah, let me see. Do I want to stream this? I look. The Raiders are up 16 to three, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I didn't. Even, and honestly, didn't even know Baker Mayfield was playing. Me neither. Because I knew he had just gotten to the team Ooh, on was Tuesday. Hunley or something? Hunley was yeah. the, was the, the, the backup. backup. Yeah, he was supposed to
1: play. Who I he thought. did start. Right. He
0: did start, which is funny cuz Baker Mayfield won't get credit for that win on his win-loss record cuz he right. didn't start, didn't the, start game. the game. But uh but I'm like, ah, I'm like I don't want to watch, you know, if Baker I was like, you know, maybe if Baker was playing it would have been one thing or it was a close game I might have tuned in, but I was like, you know what? Fuck this, dude. It's Thursday night. I got like two nights left on vacation. I don't really want to fucking ruin my fucking night watching the Raiders and be pissed off because the Raiders win a fucking football game. Right. That really means nothing to me right. other than the fact that I just didn't want the Raiders to win. And so I was like, fuck it. So I didn't stream it. The next morning I wake up and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I get up at sunrise just about every morning Jesus. and I go now. to the windows. I watch the sun come up for about 10, 20 minutes and then I would fall back and I'd go lay in bed and I'd this particular morning, I just happen to pick up my phone. I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm like, seeing all this up Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. I'm like, Baker Mayfield. I'm like, what the fuck? I go to the NFL scores, I check the scores, I'm like, 17, 16? What the fuck? I was Baker Mayfield. So who the fuck? I was so, I was like, wait, no, wait, hold on. Baker played? I was like, and then I was like, this game, I was, it was 16-3 with like eight minutes to go in the game. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck happened?
1: I was so mad when I realized so in the morning.
0: I'm fucking, I was like tired as fuck. I'm like fighting off like my eyes falling asleep yeah. and immediately I'm all of a sudden like, now I'm wide awake. I'm like, oh, I got to see this.
2: Yeah.
0: I go, I watch like the 10-minute NFL.com like highlight reel and I'm watching it and I just watch and I'm going... Oh, fuck. You got to be kidding me. They put Baker in and it looked like he struggled, you know, which he did for 3.75 quarters. Right. And next thing you know, five minutes ago in the fourth quarter, he's just like, boom, 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 touchdown, boom. And I'm like, you're going to be shitting me. Baker Mayfield was out here dropping fucking bombs last night and I fucking missed him. I'm like, God I damn it. I, I was so pissed. Yeah, I was happy because the Raiders lost because obviously fuck the Raiders. But I was also pissed because I was like, "Damn it! I fucking missed this." Like, I know that I, would have been a great game to watch. I woke up,
1: so I'm laying in bed. I'm tired as fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Screw this!" Like, I'm watching the game on my phone. I'm trying to airplay it to the TV, and it won't fucking work. The code won't come up, or like whatever. Like, I don't know what I did. Like, I know how to do it in my house. I don't know about these TVs down there. Clearly, they were like new enough TVs where like everything showed up on my phone. But when I tried to airplay it, it just wouldn't fucking work. So I'm sitting there and like. I don't want to be loud and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, trying to sleep. And I just was like, I'm just going to shut this shit off. Like, I'm going to go to fucking bed. I didn't have any expectation, whatever. I was not into the game whatsoever. I didn't know Baker Mayfield was playing. I woke up the next morning, and I saw the fucking highlight of him throwing the ball to Van Jefferson for the win, and I'm like... Fuck I got wicked pissed because <laughs> it reminded me of me not really watching the Buck Saints game the week before and it was the same well, thing and I'm like I watched, God damn it Paul. I watched
0: the Buck Saints game because and you I was were on, on the porch and shit. No, hanging you were out. on the you were on the couch
1: Oh assed out next to me. That was for a and little your, while. Your
0: girlfriend or I'm sorry, your fiance. Yeah. Paul 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 did something special on vacation. He, yeah. Paul some poor girl made an honest man out of Paul. <laughs> <laughs> she the Poor That poor poor woman uh, She has to deal with this now For the rest of her life So yeah. congratulations Yeah uh, By it's the funny. way Golf yeah. clubs, golf, yeah. golf Uh But uh, yeah Your fiance comes in And she's literally beating you With a fucking tree branch I mean literally leaves And everything on it. she's like whipping you On the couch And I'm like Don't do that And she's like what And I'm like Listen I'm like If he gets up And punches you in the face I'm not stopping him I'm just saying Because if someone did that to me while I was sleeping, I was like, I'd be fucking pissed, whipping the shit out of you. And I'm like, you just weren't moving. I was like, I didn't wow. even know he is out. I didn't even know out. So I'm sitting there watching Brady and the Saints, and as soon as Mark Ingram inexplicably went out of bounds and just gave up on that on that on, on second, it was like second and ten. He goes out. And he just instead of like just. He had the room. Instead of running past the first down marker, he ducks out before it. It's third and one. They throw their stupid slant play. gets popped up incomplete. And as soon as I'm, I'm like sitting there looking at. It, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And then it started. Then it started coming back to him. Like, oh right, they're playing Tom Brady. Brady literally willed Mark Ingram out of bounds with his competitiveness. Uh, Brady's competitiveness was so strong. He willed Mark Ingram out of bounds, uh, bef- a yard just short, just shy of the first, down. Of the first <laughs> down, the easy first down that he would have picked up and, and continue the drive with, uh, which would have left them not enough time to complete the comeback. Uh, but because Brady is such a competitor and he wants to win so badly, he was able to will him out of bounds a yard short, and then also will that ball to be incomplete uh, instead of completed, and then he was also able to will the Saints into completely forgetting how to play any kind of offense right. uh, on their next drive, uh, and go three and out and punt and allow Brady the opportunity to go you know right back down the field, uh, which he hadn't have been able to do all night. But the Saints again inexplicably just were like defense. Who the fuck plays that? As soon as the as soon as as soon as the Bucks made it uh, like 16, 10 i was like this game is 100 over the bucks are winning this there is zero chance the saints survive this and right. you're just watching it and you go because you just see the way things play out and for whatever reason brady has had that horseshoe just firmly implanted in his asshole his entire career luckiest quarterback of all time the loat, no no doubt about it and he just i'm like this is this is unbelievable i'm like I can't believe it twenty years later, I'm still watching the same fucking movie. Yep. Except now I've gotten to the point where I've stopped expecting the ending to be different. Right, right. I right. just kind of know, like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. This yeah, is how this, this one's gonna, done. I can go to bed. This now. is how it's gonna go. Yep. I could have literally <laughs> shut it off, gone to bed, saved myself the fucking annoyance of having to watch that fucking facts. Whole shit play out, but it was kind of funny. Uh, it was amusing nonetheless, and watching Saints fans just melt down on Twitter about it because Mark Ingram fucked everybody and it's like, what the fuck? And then it's like, then you remember, like, oh yeah, Dennis Allen's their head coach, right? Like, duh, of course, of course, they're gonna lose this game. It's the, it's the Saints, bro. Um, but yeah, you were you were asked the fuck out on Monday. Thursday night, we didn't even watch the game, and then Brother Baker just takes him down. Brother Baker, the touchdown maker, and hits Van Jefferson. He says, Cabeza, sit him down. (laughs) Shit. And then that was the end of it. That was the end of it. It was just fucking over, and we were fucking dying. We're like, I'm waking up the next morning, like, pissed that I didn't watch that. I wasn't able to watch that game, or I didn't watch that game because I had the opportunity to. But I was just like, ah, eh, I'm tired. I'm gonna yeah, go to bed. It's been that's, a long that's day. How I felt. You know, we had a really long day at the beach. We had I had a fucking lot of pina coladas that day. Yeah. You know, a lot man. of rum, a lot of vodka, a lot of food, a lot more vodka, <laughs> a lot more rum. Maybe a beer or two. Probably some beer sprinkled in somewhere. Banks. That banks beer, man, it gets you. It just gets you. It's, it's a different vibe down there. It's a good beer. It's a great beer. Banks. The official beer of Barbados. Um But uh yeah, that was Thursday night. Thursday night was fucking funny. Like I, I just I still can't believe it. Like and now it's like do you have to you have to wonder, like, all right, what if, right? Let's say Baker comes out and kind of lights it up the next couple weeks. And plays well. Like whether they win or lose, I really don't think matters. If Baker plays well, what do you think the Rams are gonna sit here and like look at look at Stafford and <laughs> say, like like, hey, we've got our guy. Sorry, we're, we're. Thanks, but no thanks. Either
1: that, or Cleveland's gonna go. Fuck. How do we save face with not like you know, not like you know, letting it leak out there that basically Cleveland is the place where quarterbacks go and die. Whether you're drafted from them like right off right. the rip, or you get traded to them, Cleveland is the place where quarterbacks die. Whether they've lived or have li- or whatever, how long, however long they've been in the league. That is just a place you do not want to fucking go. It's Cleveland, Carolina. I'm sorry, that shit ain't any better. Unless you had like a generational talent like fucking Cam Newton, and you had a good coach with Ron Rivera when he was there and all that right. shit, and they, and they caught fire like like you know. But that was it. That's pretty much that. that was the last time Carolina since 2001 what, or whatever. That's the last time they were fucking good.
0: Well, they were good yeah. twice in F- 20 mean, years, 15, and 15 then 15 uh, in 2000. Well, no, one, but before that was uh, oh, oh, uh, oh 0003 with Jake Delhomme.
1: Yeah, but the last time they went to the Brents fucking and Buckner, Super Bowl was so Peppers. goddamn long ago. Yeah, the last time they fucking lost by three to the luckiest Dan asshole. Dan Yeah, to the luckiest asshole there ever is. But, like, Carolina wasn't a better place for Baker to go. And Baker was probably just like, fuck, man. Like, and you even heard him. He's like, I took a gamble, bro. He's like, I booked a fucking plane ticket to L.A. even before the waivers went through. He was gassed to play there. I'm like, anybody would be gassed to get the fuck out of, like, I mean, Cleveland's obviously top tier right now. Carolina's really not much fucking further. You know what I mean? You don't want to play in fucking Washington. Right. You know,
0: there are certain teams Well, Washington now, not bad.
1: No, but, like, you know, the last 10, 15 years, fuck Washington. You know what I mean? New York, the Jets, all that shit. Like, there are certain teams you just don't want to play for. As a quarterback. Baker went from one to the other, and then finally now is at the Rams, where I think he's going to have, like, a new... Right, like, like the, a the, new Q- the QB wheel
0: of death was like Cleveland, the Jets, the Panthers, uh, the Jaguars, the Texans.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we
0: Cardinals. Could, we can
1: go down the list of like yeah, you like know, you know,
0: like there's just like, like teams like you just like you get swept up in this vortex of suck. Yep. And
1: luckily, Baker he escaped the vortex, bro. I he, hope. He I, hope right I hope nothing. I hope
0: baker goes to la like i mean obviously like the, the stafford contract makes him next to a movable um because i think they i think they'd be on the hook for like 50 million in dead money if they cut him after this year or trade him yeah, yeah it's, it's about
1: half what the broncos be being dead for
0: <laughs> that's fine russ isn't our problem and anybody who thinks anybody I know, I you, know. anybody thinks russ is the problem denver hasn't been paying attention because y'all don't um, know who
1: nathaniel hackett is
0: well no it isn't it's I th- we'll talk about the broncos later but nonetheless okay. if if you honestly believe that russell wilson is the problem in denver i got a bridge to sell you in san francisco it's beautiful red massive got a lot of copper on it and shit you can probably make a boatload off it um haul at your boy but anyway um i i mean stafford obviously really can't be moved right now Right. just i mean he could be but the, the cap situation the rams have like, would you be that willing and that ready to move on from Baker Mayfield, if you're, if you're, if you're LA, or maybe Baker becomes a free agent after this year? The Rams are still right. probably going to have to roll with Stafford at least for another year. What they until got that,
1: four weeks left?
0: Uh four four games left. Four yeah. Four
1: games left. Baker's got to come out and throw a thousand yards
0: because the, there's no out here for <laughs> and, uh, for anybody until until 2026 for yeah. Stafford.
1: Baker's got go I mean, to go 1,000 yards. He's got to throw 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns just to maybe solidify himself on the team next year if he really
0: wants to already, pick there. They've already paid uh, Stafford $63 million, just to touch on this real quick. They've right. already paid Stafford $63 million. Uh Another $57 million in guarantees is triggered on March 19th of next year, this coming March. So if they keep him on the roster, that's $57 million fully guaranteed. His his 2023 option bonus is, which is guarantees him 26 million on that day, uh, and then that's pretty much it. Like if you if you're if you're keeping Stafford or if you're not keeping Stafford, you have to make up your mind by March 19th. If you're the Rams, and I don't know that they're I don't know that they're going to be that willing and quickly to move on from him.
2: You don't
1: think
0: so? No, I don't. And. But I would love to see Baker Mayfield's reclamation project go well over the next four weeks. Right. And Baker put together a decent resume and be like, look, I can still play. And then maybe say, I don't know, a team like, hmm, I don't know, San Francisco, who could maybe use a quarterback,
1: Indianapolis. I mm. would, I would fucking lick my tits if fucking Baker
0: Mayfield. <sighs> depends was on, on who your head depends. Depends who your head coach is. Yeah,
1: Sean Payton, baby, let's go. I want all right, look I Sean want the Payton, Payton and, Mayfield show. If and Sean Indy, baby. Payton and Baker
0: Mayfield <laughs> teamed up in Indianapolis, I am all in on the Indianapolis Colts. I would
1: love that. I'd be like, yeah, baby, but I would obviously want a little bit of it. You know what I would like to see? I would love to see Jim Jimmer and "I don't mean to like get into like the Colts and just go off." No, on it's a tangent, fine. But I love the way Jimmy thinks because he's just a fucking drunk pillhead, and he's like, fuck it, I do what I want my billions. I want him to fucking either get...
0: Hey, Quentin, what's up, man? No,
1: uh, shit, where the fuck was I going with this? My bad, I just want completely him to get brain farted out. Um, yeah, You, don't, you nope. don't care what
0: he does with his billions.
1: Nope, and I was hoping he was going to hire somebody, and I can't remember who the fuck. It wasn't Sean Payton, it wasn't Baker. I completely, completely just, just pulled drew a blank. That's a okay. It happens. On that, yeah,
0: it happens. And we're only twenty minutes into the show, and that's only your first drink. So I've been drinking water that.
1: at home all goddamn nights. I know this, <laughs> my,
0: this is my first <laughs> drink too. That's why I'm like, God damn it, yeah. 8702 uh, Give us your thoughts on uh, Baker Mayfield, the Raver, uh, the Raiders, uh, the Baker Mayfield, the Rams Raiders came with Baker Mayfield. Uh, pulling off the comeback at the end, the reclamation project that is. Uh, we got Celtics Lakers here coming up in about an hour. Uh, this is going to be a good night for sports. It's a good night for sports. I really, yeah, I, I really believe that. I'm going to be sitting here. I'm going to stream the Lakers Celtics game. I'm going to do some wrestling, racing. Uh, it's Dega week, so I got to get my racing in. I'm gonna get my gonna turn my laps, bro. Yeah. Um,
1: I think I'm really going to put an honest watch on the Celtics tonight.
0: I'm gonna have it a on up legitimate? here. I'll have it on up here as I'm as yeah. I'm going through the motions, getting this show post production everything. I'll have it on.
1: John fucking Gruden. I hope Jim Irsay says fuck all the bullshit and he fucking hires John Gruden. That was what I was going after. Sorry, I knew I was going to think but of it.
0: But why would you want to be stuck in mediocrity?
1: What do you mean, John Gruden's a fucking man, bro? No, he's not. Yeah, he is, man. He fucking brings fucking teams. The to game like passed fucking John.
0: Uh, the game passed John Gruden by. Championships. He brings. Championships. Fifteen years ago.
1: Ah, uh, if a. The refs called the right fucking call in the fumble game. It would have been
0: okay. We're talking been. twenty-one years, and ago. they
1: also he also brought Tampa Bay the next year to bring to win a
0: championship. Right, and then the and then by two thousand and seven, it was very clear that the game had passed him by. <laughs> <laughs> and he got fired from the Redskins and then went into the Monday Night Football booth. And if you remember the night of hate during the Pro Bowl in 2009, when we played the Gruden game for the first time. I just,
1: yeah. Were this you guy, there for that? Were you at PJs? Guy?
0: You were at PJ's for that?
1: This guy? Yeah. yeah no.
0: fuck yeah. I, no, you weren't there that night, I don't think.
1: Maybe not that night, but I no, played the Gruden game. Yeah, it. whenever, oh, oh, whenever oh. Gruden said, this, this guy, guy, that guy, or
0: these guys, yeah. we had to take Drake. a shot. No, because yeah. I had mom's car. And I hate, I won't even admit this, but I was probably at least 10 times the legal limit. Um, and I was forced, my mom told me, she's like, you can take my car tonight. You took a scooter home. But you better make sure it's in the driveway. And I had one of my very sober friends drive it home for me because I couldn't see the license plates on the car that was parked in front of me. Well, see so you made a good decision. Bro. And I made a good decision. I had one of my very sober friends drive it home for me. And um, <laughs> my mom got <laughs> Your to work dickhead on time friend with friend just
1: parks like one tire in the driveway just to be like look it's technically in the driveway
0: technically <laughs> yeah. um but uh no that no you don't want Gruden
1: i you know i just want some fucking pizzazz you know, you know bro you, you know who you know who you want i want a splash
0: you want like the cleveland browns to hire gruden because you want to watch the dumpster fire but you you know how it's going to turn out and you want to and you want to you want to watch it but you don't want it to be your team
1: but i don't wish that like, upon John Gruden
0: you know like it's you just know like if the broncos were to come out and be like we're hiring John Gruden i'd be like all right Guess it's time for me to be hitting the old uh, dusty, dusty trail. <laughs> it's like Man. guess I'm guess I'm a fucking Chiefs fan now. Yeah. you fucks. Nice knowing
1: your football. Yeah. Jesus I Christ, mean, no, right? Like, I, mean, I don't think we're gonna get Sean Payton though. I don't think we're in the running for that. I don't know what the fuck they have has up his sleeve as far bro, as like what we're gonna do with Jeff Saturday. Like,
0: you got to assume it. it it's really, I think a lot is gonna depend on Sean Payton, and uh, and I want to get into the uh, I want to get into the Raiders' aspect side of things. Uh, after this, but I really think what Sean Payton's it, it, a lot of it's going to depend on what happens with the Cowboys in the playoffs. Right. Joey Fats Radio, roll on, One, C1. What's going on, boys? What up? What up?
3: What's happening? Not a-
0: Oh, you know, just back from vacation. Sunburnt as fuck. Yep. You know? sweet fresh off
1: the Colts getting their shit split by the Cowboys you know
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's been uh it's honestly it was it was a great week i watched almost no football and i couldn't be happier for it
3: yeah now that sounds awesome brother <laughs> been a
0: nice getaway it was it was what's going on man Nothing so much man we're we uh, hitting some, we uh, hit some fucking we
3: the Celtics tonight
0: yeah we're hitting some duty after the Lakers
3: game tonight yeah, sounds good to me. I, uh, I don't know if Paul told you, but me and Paul ripped it the other night for like he, probably he, yeah. two, or two or three hours. We didn't lose a game. Yeah, he did I tell me that lose a game, like, At we least, didn't lose a game? We
1: probably played 10 or 11 games and we didn't lose a single fucking game. We just went undefeated for the whole night.
0: It was an awesome night. I, 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 I don't know why I missed that. What was I doing that night? I
1: don't know. I hopped on last night, but nobody was on because I, I was waiting. I was going to watch the Clippers Celtics and I'm like, you know what, fuck it. As soon as the Patriots. Uh, beat the fucking Cardinals. I threw on Cod, and I'm like, nobody's on, whatever. So then I just flipped on the Celtics, and I I didn't even end up playing last night, but.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about because, I mean, all our teams are trash. uh, (laughs) Facts, bro. (laughs)
1: Hey, at least you got Josh Jacobs, bro.
3: I wanted to talk about uh, these Riffin' the Passer calls that they're calling. I know we had, like, a few early – uh, there was one on Brady early in the season with uh, against the Falcons. I want to say Brady Jarrett. No, water.
0: Yeah, the Grady Jarrett one in the in the Falcons Bucks game was. And believe it or
3: not, my guy Derek Carr got one the same week versus the Chiefs. I, it was actually a fumble and everything, and they called a rough in the pass. So I was actually yeah, I remember that. Absolutely shocked that Derek Carr got a call. because uh,
0: uh. that was uh,
3: that was the Sunday night game, right? Uh. That I don't week, remember if it was a Sunday night game, but it was definitely the. Uh, it, was a, it was definitely the cheese game. It was.
0: De- I remember the I remember it was the Chiefs. You know, I don't think it was a Sunday night game. I think it was. Uh, I thought it was. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Continue.
3: Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how many other ones. I yes, mean, it was. It was. It was the missed, Sunday night but game. But I know. There was one Monday night last night versus. Uh, I'm sorry, the night before the dolphins versus
0: the chargers. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up cuz I actually have that video queued up ready to go. We were going to get into that in a few minutes. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, that one a- again, I don't I don't understand in all my years of watching football and and here's my thing with this Durant is I've been warning people of you know whenever whenever one of these rule changes comes around and one of these rule changes comes around you know and and they label it uh quote player safety related or it's it's, it's in relation to player safety i always tell people be careful what you wish for because a lot of the times you get these fans right these 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 people who've never played the game of football they don't actually know what it's like to put pads and a helmet on and I'm not saying like I'm some like you know lifelong football player and I've done it I did it one year in college and that was it but the point is is that when you go out on the field and you step between those lines and you're strapped up and you're strapped in and you're ready to go your job is to physically impose your will on the guy across from you 60, 70 times a game and to inflict as much pain upon that individual as you can. That is the very basis of the sport. That is the very basis of it. If I can't beat you, right? If there's a play, say I'm a defensive end or I'm an offensive lineman. Let's say I'm an offensive lineman and I, I, I stymie you with the line as a defensive end and you go—you can't get by me. You leave yep. your feet, right? You jump up in the air to try to block a pass that's going by that you think is going by your head. It is my job as an offensive lineman to shove you in the chest so that you fall you lose balance and you land square on your back smash your head into the ground and and you get fucked up like that's my job and then yeah, my job you know that is to jump on you I'm there to hurt you I'm not there to injure you but I am there to hurt you
3: and that is You're what I'm to trying win. to do. You're there to win. You're there to win your matchup. You're Absolutely. Your matchup and, and whatever
0: that takes, I will have to do. And everybody on the field knows that. Everybody playing knows that. The only people that don't know that are the Soy Boys who have never who have never played a, a down in their life. And they don't understand that football is the most violent game on the planet for a reason. That's why it's so popular. Because it's violent. It's modern day gladiators, right? We cherish this shit. And you get these these guys, these are the same people that come up with like DVOA and advanced metrics and all this other shit. The guys that couldn't play the game because they were either too bitch, too weak, not skilled enough, whatever it was. So they gotta come up with like random ass fucking advanced stupid shit statistics so that they can feel involved.
3: And yeah. that's and that's Mine. what it is.
0: And and then you get these calls like what happened with Carr and Brady and then Herbert the other night. And it literally ruins the
3: game. And every time I see now, what's the explanation? Is what I want to know. What What's the explanation? Is it just too vicious? Because we've discussed this before. You know, the flag always comes out when it looks vicious. One hundred percent, it's optics.
1: What about? It's one hundred
3: percent
0: optics. If If a hit looks bad, flags are coming out. It doesn't matter if the hit was bad, clean. It doesn't. it, It really doesn't matter if the hit's bad and or. The party, the the quarterback or the receiver or whoever, gets up and starts waving their arms around, going, well, "Well, where's the flag? The flag is coming." That's all that matters. Like all the NFL cares about is offense and points scored. And as much as I've loved fantasy football over my life, uh, over my lifetime, I can one hundred percent attribute the downfall of the NFL to fantasy sports and then gambling.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: I just wish it was some consistency because I remember
3: when calls. I, you know, back when I used to watch, you know, football with you guys, and you know, back at your you know, in your parents' basement. Yep. You know, right? Um, we you used to remember we used to jump I didn't up think off the one couch good about gambling and football was the fucking best. Right, and we never gave a shit. And about that was winning when money fantasy, and That was, I mean, we kind of just got into fantasy at that point too. You know. Yeah, I fantasy, fantasy had just, be,
0: just become mainstream, though, because the internet really, I mean, think about it. The internet had only been around, and when we talk about, like, 2004, 2005, the internet had really only been around for, like, four or five years in terms of, like, mainstream fantasy websites. Right. I mean, I think the first time I, I started an online fantasy football league was 2004, and I think they'd only yeah. really been around for a year or two before that.
3: Yeah, now you know free ones like was the Yahoo's, it was good.
0: your Yahoo's, your CBS Sports now, lines. Now, are your...
3: like, how does the NFL back this? Though, you know, like, I mean, if you're watching that Chargers Dolphins game, I mean, the guy does a spin move, wins his matchup, and sacks the quarterback. Ball doesn't come out. Nothing. It wasn't vicious. It wasn't uh, helmet hit. It wasn't. Look at the helmet. Trey
1: McBride hit from last night. Did you see Trey McBride get fucking laid the fuck out? Smashed him. Like, absolutely defenseless. If you look at any other plays, mostly, that I've ever seen, this is clear and cut, 15-yard penalty, defenseless receiver, you know, rough, uh, whatever fucking, uh, whatever the fuck they call I forget. I'm fucking drawing a blank. This kid got laid the fuck out. They didn't call shit. They just let him play. And I'm like, damn, like. Where you know what I mean? Like any. Well, other they job. have to
0: let him go once in a while to give the illusion that they're calling it fair.
1: But even even on it was so weird because like even I think Buck and Aikman were saying like damn like how do they not call that? You see the helmet snap back, you see like the 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 shoulder just drop. I forget who hit him. The kickoff yeah. he held on to the ball, which was the most like insane fucking catch I've honestly like ever seen as far as getting hit after the catch. And it was almost like clear and cut fucking penalty. And they just nope. It was fine.
3: My thing is, how is the NFL going to back this? You know what I'm saying? How are they going to back those calls? You know what I'm saying? I think what like, they're going to oh, come that, out and say – That's bad for business. That's, that's uh, well, very bad But business. there's the
1: human error, though. There's always the human error in sports, and you have to keep that alive. You have to keep that, I guess, the the consistency of inconsistency, I suppose. You know what I mean? Once yeah, you start –
3: Paul, like, Paul, there's no way these calls can just keep happening, you know – in week four, and then again in week nine, and then again in week 14, and, and no one asks about it.
1: Well, I think people are always going to ask
3: Honestly, about it. Honestly,
0: the, the thing is, at, at Durant, at this point, I mean, yeah, we're asking about it. I've been asking about it for the la- the better part of the last 15 years, 22. because I've seen the writing on the wall. I've seen where this is going. I've seen this getting to this point, which is why... I, yeah, I, but this is different
3: than all those other years, Joe. It's, it's, you know what it, I mean? it is, but it like, isn't. These guys are getting the sack. This isn't like... You know, he hits the quarterback as he threw it. Like back in the day, it, as long as it wasn't blatantly late, it was good. Right, but
0: that you're talking right. Durant to go like blatant. Like back in the day, now you're talking fifteen years ago. Right, you're talking two thousand seven, two thousand eight.
1: What was it? What was it? A couple of years ago in the championship game with the Chiefs and the Patriots, and wh- whose uh, his fucking fingers swiped Tom Brady's fucking face mask, and they called roughing the passer on. Yep. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That in is the championship. In the, yeah, I'm like, that is the weakest fucking shit I've ever seen in my entire well, life, as far as the call goes.
0: Durant, the, the reason why I knew this was coming and the reason why I've been I've been warning people about this and saying this is bad, this is gonna be bad, this is bad for the game is because the NFL keeps adding in these little tweaks to the rules where they're like, well, okay, you can sack the quarterback now as long as you only hit him with within these certain parameters. Oh, and and you can't put your body weight on him. And it's like I'm, I'm literally hurling my body at another human being in an effort to get him on the ground, and you want me to not put my body body weight on him and this is the Anthony Barr Aaron Rodgers rule and it's it's only if you look back and you look back throughout history of the NFL major rule changes only come when a important player or a high profile player is hurt in a big spot Tom Brady, week one, 2008. You can no longer go low on the quarterback after that. Yep. No one cared when it happened to Carson Palmer in 05 in the, in the uh, wildcard round against the Steelers when Kimo Von Olhoffen did almost the exact same thing Bernard Pollard did. No one Absolutely. gave a shit about that. But then it happens to Tom Brady, and it's, oh, my God, the sky is falling. You know, horse collar tackles. Guys have been being oh, horse man. collar yeah, tackled horse
3: forever. Collar was,
0: uh, that T.O. T.O. and Roy Williams. Yeah. All of a sudden, yep. you can't do that anymore. Because
3: yeah, that's you not know? part of the uniform. Now, then, yeah, T.O. was uh, you know, he was a top two, top three receiver to say the least. Yeah, he was. Time. I mean, he was number one in the league yeah. that year. Was he on the Eagles that, that
0: year? That was the years with the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. And then you got, and then you've got Anthony Barr coming down, and Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone. Aaron Rodgers done for the year. And it's like, well, now you can't, you can sack him, but you can't put your body weight on right. him. So now you get these receive these defensive ends. They hit the guy, and then they try to put their arms out so they don't, you know. And, you know put their body weight on the guy like Tony Siragusa did to Rich Gannon in the in the playoffs in 2000 you know when the yeah. Ravens when the yeah. when he literally like tried to crack Rich Gannon's sternum and succeeded in breaking ribs and knocking him out of the game <laughs> and thus the Ravens winning like that was how you played the game at one point those days are over because you know, nobody wants to see John Kitna or Matt Castle or Freddie Mitchell exactly. come in for those guys that we just knew. Right. high
3: profile yeah, players, like, fucks with revenue. Maybe a few, I remember like a few years back, they tried to use like uh, Von Miller as an example because, you know, he was very good at rushing the passer, had great technique, and he would tend to go for the ball. So they tried to use him as an example, um, but not everyone's Von Miller.
0: Right. Well, not everyone's Von Miller and, and, and not every sack is created equal. I mean, yeah, Vaughn lo- loves to go for the ball, but Vaughn's if Vaughn can't get the ball, he's still gonna try to get the sack. The NFL is trying right. to
1: create a false safety net. Right. This just, game is not violent. No, it's exactly is. it is.
0: They're trying they're trying to create a game that people like my cousin Sean, who I love, but doesn't is, is never set foot on a football field, probably recreationally or otherwise who I got into an argument with a couple Thanksgivings ago over, and he was like, well, that's barbaric. I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking point, bro. That's why we love it, bro. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I get it. You do music and art, okay? I do violence and sports.
1: I want to see Antonio Brown fucking straight stomp a punter's chest as he does.
3: Absolutely. You know what I mean? I want to see His podcasts are awesome, man. Every time I watch him on a podcast, I get the best laughs,
0: man. Oh, Antonio Brown? Yeah. Oh God, dude, oh, yeah, guys, he's, he's off the fucking deep end. Bro. I'm actually.
3: I watch mad like at watch the watch. It's like a two hour one, two hour long on PBD podcast. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. I
0: think I uh, I saw that one. I saw that one uh, pop up on my Twitter feed the other day. It was yeah, uh, it's like
3: two hours. I watched like an hour one night and one hour the next night. But I heard it, it was, was worth fucking it. Fucking
0: hilarious, man. <laughs> he's cooked. Straight cooked. He's but cooked. Uh, but to your point, Durant. The 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 problem is is that. People will question these calls. People will say that's bullshit. How do you stand by this? How who are we? Who are we holding accountable? Yeah, for making right. these shit what calls. Saints Rams call. I and mean, the and the NFL is going to say, uh, "Yep, you know, we're looking into it internally. We're going to make sure that you know things like this don't happen." And guess what? Nothing's going to change. It's you know, a couple weeks will go by we'll forget about it i mean a lot of us 99 percent of the fans will forget about it there is a one or two percent of us that that don't forget because we're sitting here keeping notes and saying no 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 because we want to hold because we love the game and we want them to be held
3: accountable Uh, i mean what do you think the coaches say to these refs when something like that happens like well the coaches
0: but the coaches are listen their checks are signed by the nfl they don't. They uh, They can't say shit. The coaches can't come out and say anything. They'll get fined, blackballed, and fired. Like they, they oh, know. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. The, yeah, the,
3: the NFL. The, the, the NFL shot, I, I shut his, his
0: mouth a couple years between, ago. Between the NFL and the NCAA, you know, those are two of the most powerful entities in the world. Right. They control media narratives. They control reporters. They control people's livelihoods way beyond just the fifteen or seventeen hundred guys that play in the league every single week. Right.
1: Their annual income is more than some countries.
0: Yeah, (laughs) for real. I mean, think about it. If the NFL was a country, it'd probably be like worth more than half of Africa. Right. Like it's crazy to think, but but my point is Durant is that no one will will we will always question it. We will always bring it up. And the NFL yep. will always do whatever the NFL fucking wants to do because the NFL is one of the most powerful entities in the world and they don't have to answer to us until we literally start turning off games on Sundays that nothing is going to change.
1: And I'm never going to stop turning off games on Sundays.
0: I, I have a bunch already.
1: I won't, I won't do it. I love the NFL too much and I love football. I no do too.
0: What. I, I love football, but what I'm watching isn't football. Right.
1: Well, it's not what it was like we were
3: talking about. Yeah, 15, I just 20 think, years for ago. me, you know, as a longtime fan, you know, like I want, I want details, I want answers. Like, okay, like if, if that's not the right way, what is the right way? You know, break it down into detail. You because know, you're understand? because you're a
0: real fan of the game, you know what I mean? Like whether whether your team's doing well or not, you don't of stop. Well, watching. I want
3: to be able to watch a, a full football game and know what the fuck roughing the passer is right. and what isn't. Right, Right. because we're different than the the pink hats out there that just give a
1: fuck about the score exactly and and, and what the outcome is and who won and how much money did I win or lose. We're fans of the game in an intricate level where we want to know play-by-play and why things happened throughout the entire game, which is kind of going back to why I was telling you today, why I like to watch you like the Manning cast. I like sitting there listening to Buck and Aikman <laughs> or whoever and like cuz I feel the, like
3: yeah the Manning cast is awesome. they had I, Randy Moss on there the other night too did, yeah
1: I heard they were having um who did I I heard they were having somebody on last night either way it was it was good but like I like to sit there and listen and watch and understand why things happen and what the reasoning is behind those plays and those calls and why the refs do or don't throw a flag you know what I mean like I want to know why a coach didn't call a timeout or they did call a timeout I like listening and learning about situational football most people don't and that's why you get that bs bullshit because all it is when the when when the fucking sun sets it's about the dough and how many fucking you know how many checks can we cut for what and make what money unfortunately yeah. you know what I mean it's just especially like joey said the fantasy kind of ruined that in a way where i think you're seeing a lot more now of how can they make a product on the field benefit fantasy because it's such a big fucking money grab. It
3: right, I mean, goes really... back to what Joe was saying is offense. That's all they want is offense.
1: Offense. Mem- remember the Jared Goff-Mahomes game a couple of years ago? Joey fucking hated it. It was like 56 to 54 or whatever it was. One of the worst
3: football games I've ever watched. I thought it was fucking I mean, they awesome. they couldn't but... possibly have fucking Blake Bortles versus Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. They could not <laughs> allow that to happen. But I, I wanted to fucking see that. But as a football I, fan, as I, I wanted s- to I did see too. that fucking I game. I wanted to, I see, wanted to see who was supposed to fucking win. Exactly, and
1: dude. And, and like I just brought up before the same exact call when, when the Rams went to the fucking Super Bowl over the Saints with the fuck out of my way. We're going to the Super Bowl call. Oh, yeah. Fucking, that was uh, the most uh, ridiculous call I've ever seen in late.
0: in. Later what was the guy years? with the hyphenated last name, the defensive back that just truck stick the Saints receiver. And they just—they were like, "Nope." I, I, and then they made pass interference reviewable. That was what they did That's to placate the fans. Yep. They made pass interference reviewable, reviewable. for one year. Sorry, I guys. Think, I don't. I think they overturned like one, maybe two PI calls that entire season, and then they got rid of it. And that yep. was what they did yep. to just pacif- to take the heat off, just to pacify the fan base. Because you got to remember, Durant. Most of the NFL fan base—they don't have a football IQ like you or I or Paul. They don't have, they don't understand, the, they don't watch the game the way we watch the game. They watch the game because it's it's on, it's background, and they're hanging out at their buddy's house, drinking beers, eating chips and dip, right. and hanging out. We watch it because we love football. We want to know. I want to know what that play call was. I want to know what that blitz call was. I want to know what the down, the distance, the play call. Right. I want to know yeah. every single fucking thing there is to know right. about what's going on in that field. Right. And no. most people don't. Right. Actually, but they like to pretend they do right. because they get a DFS lineup on DraftKings, of course. And they're like, "Well, I don't give a shit. I made, I made five. Right. Uh, th- I made thirty-five bucks today." The
1: funniest thing was with me last <laughs> night, sitting there sweating out Sean's you know, come comeuppance on my ass is I'm sitting there and I'm running a million things through my head on situational football is what the Patriots might do because I can't have their defense back on the field because I only got a four point buffer zone and blah, blah, blah. But like most people just sit there and go, oh, did I win? No. Oh, well. Right, Me. I'm then, sitting there sweating out the situational football because I need to win. Right, but, but, you, I got w- but you were
0: doing that because of fantasy, though. That's the right, problem.
1: Right, and, and and I understand that, but a lot of people don't. If give you didn't a have, fuck.
0: if you didn't have a fantasy interest, a vested fantasy interest in that game, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have given a fuck.
1: I would have looked at it differently.
0: Absolutely, you would. I would have, I'm the first to admit it. And that's exactly what the NFL yep. wants. The yep. NFL wants you yep. glued to that TV, yep. because you have. You you've only got it. You you got a four point lead, and you yeah. you need to protect it in fantasy. And there's nothing you can do except you're just. But you're watching every single play because you want to make sure that what you need to have happen yeah. happens. But I was just As actually proud of myself I mean, that I
3: understood it. It does make, make <laughs> some know? of these other games better. Like you know, obviously I tune into my Raiders every week, regardless. But sure, you know, I mean I get it. It makes, it, but it makes uh, you know it makes Vikings versus Cardinals that much better because you have DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook. I mean, you know listen, I
0: mean, I mean, the greatest Vikings versus Cardinals game I ever saw was the final game of two thousand and three. You know, when Josh fucking McCown hit Anquan Bolden, I believe it was in the back of the end zone. You know, to beat the Vikings and knock them out of the playoffs. You know, on back. the final play of the game, I'll never fucking forget it. I mean, I think it, I remember that one. They had Fitzgerald still too. I think uh, it was right. Fitzgerald's rookie uh, rookie year. I think it was Bolden's second year. Yeah. And no, it was Tim Pool. Poole. Poole. It was Pool. The guy's last name was Pool, the receiver. It was McCown to Pool. P-O-O-L-E. Yeah, and uh, I was McCown to Pool, I think, in in the back of the end zone. I'll never forget it. it was when Arizona still played outdoors, and they were all that shitty ass stadium. Oh, I'll never yeah. forget uh, 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 Paul Allen's call. McCown rolls to the right, throws to the end zone, touchdown. No, <laughs> like, and he was yeah, just like Vikings
1: coming, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: it was like, and that because the, if the Vikings had won that game, they then in. they would have been in because they would have beat the Packers for the for the. But the Packers were blowing the Broncos out with uh, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. Jarvis, fuck, was his last name? Uh, backup quarterback. We had fucking black dude. I can't remember his fucking name. But uh, anyway, it, it'll come to me. Yeah. But nonetheless, but you know what I'm saying. But like, I, I get what you're saying, Durant. It, you know, fantasy has its purposes, but like don't alter the game on the the, the problem is is that y- you greed and people don't people underestimate the power of greed on a day-to-day basis i don't know how we still do it as a society how we underestimate how greedy people are everybody <laughs> wants more and people look at it you know if you if you make a million dollars a year you could you look at a guy with a billion dollars a year going man, what do you need more money for and then you got a guy who makes, you know, $100,000 a year looking at a guy who makes a million dollars a year going, "Well, what do you need more money for?" "I need more money, not you." And it becomes this whole cycle of greed, and people forget how much greed runs the world. And just because that there are 32 multi-billionaires right now owning NFL teams, that does not mean that they do not want to make more billions of dollars of course they just look at this as there are more billions of dollars out there it's like that game you know uh you know that game on uh, on your phone the worm the worm game where you just like you 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 go around, you just eat other worms and like you kill one and then you eat them, and you get bigger and you kill another one and you get bigger. Yeah. And then you get the big ones that can circle the whole fucking map. Worm.io. Yeah, worm.io. Like whatever like it is. That's basically what the NFL owners are doing. They're all playing <laughs> thirty-two different games of worm.io, and they're just gobbling up all of our money in the process. And that's it. And that's all they do. I mean, they get they got they get mad money out of me for DirecTV, uh, because the only reason I'm subscribed to DirecTV is for Sunday Ticket. They get money out of people for streaming services. Amazon Prime now is in on it. Apple TV is probably going to be in on it at some point. Paul's got a fucking you know, solution service. <laughs> merch. Yeah, speaking of
3: that, too, Amazon took over the Thursday night games. And uh, this has probably been the worst year for Thursday night football games. I mean, these Thursday night games have been nothing but trash. Just the last two. Thursday Just the night, last two
0: Thursday have been night good. games, large in part, and I've been saying this since they started, have they suck. sucked. They suck. They're fucking terrible. Go back to Sunday and Monday. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you do not need to cram like you. There's no need for a standalone game three days after we or two days after we just had football.
3: Yeah, I don't need one.
0: Like I do not yeah. need a fucking Thursday night game. Nobody needs there, a Thursday They, night they game.
3: won't ever go back. No, no a and that's the oh, problem. That's you can't it. put
0: the toothpaste in the back of the tube. They're trying to fucking expand the league to Mexico
1: and London and
0: Germany. No, and no, all believe me, we will we'll, we'll have you will have a team in Toronto. You will have a team in Mexico City, and you will have a team in uh, a- in, in London. London before before our before long.
1: Maybe Germany too. It did so fucking well over there.
0: I don't know, man. You you got to remember these are soccer players, bro. They so they, what
3: do you guys got as Super Bowl favorites right now? I think uh, I think Chiefs and Eagles kind of make their cases.
0: I mean, that right now would be the 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 pick that makes the most sense. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna go Bills Niners. I like those two.
3: You're I, going with the defense. I'm, I'm going.
0: I'm going defense, baby. And awesome. I love. And I love Josh Allen. And not. And, and listen, don't get me wrong. I don't think love Brock Purdy Allen. is probably. If Brock Purdy is that guy, so fucking be it. But um, you never know. You never know. I mean, we saw this story written 20-something years ago, and uh, some fucking loser named Tom you know, fucking got lucky in one playoff game. The next thing you know, all of a sudden, we got to sit here and listen to everybody slob his knob for the next well, 20 years. To yeah. and, it's uh, fine.
3: It'll be a similar scenario, too, because he'll be backed by a really good defense.
0: Yep. Exactly, which is why I think, I mean, at the end of the day, defense wins. And honestly, I feel like Jimmy G going down. It was the best thing to happen to the Niners.
1: Probably. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I he's think got they because he I'm got going him in Bills position. Dallas,
3: I'm going Bills Dallas this year. I'll be honest, Cowboys, I, I, Cowboys, I mean, Bills I get would be Jimmy awesome. Jimmy has his uh, you know critics and all that, but I feel like with that defense, Jimmy would have been enough to win it. No, because Jimmy they, will already, find. They
1: already did, though. They lost.
3: W- w- Jimmy will find a way to fuck it up. I, I mean, mean, they had they had that game versus the Chiefs. They were up yeah. ten with like six minutes to go. I know be, oh, Jimmy I know. had outplayed Mahomes. I know. I know. I yeah, know. He, he outplayed Mahomes
0: until he missed fucking. Uh, emmanuel sanders wide fucking open and overthrew him and then you know third and 15 or third and 17 they hit the fucking yeah it might
3: have been a little more like eight minutes or something but i mean the nineties i mean jimmy absolutely outplayed mahomes up until that point yeah no yeah i I
1: just i think i just think that like casey's support offense like this you know the support guys in there, just way too fucking good and they're well coached i feel like they don't make off i I just feel
0: like when i feel like when the playoff i feel like when the playoffs get here I feel like KC's gonna get exposed, yeah. like they did I mean, last Travis year. Travis
1: Kelsey's fifth in yards this year. He's not even a fucking receiver. You know I
0: know, I mean? but the thing is, you take Kelsey away. I mean, you're really gonna rely on fucking MVS and, and Juju. Checo. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. Like, as good Pacheco, as Pacheco,
1: I don't know how do you say his name?
0: Pacheco. It's I mean, Pacheco.
1: I can't stand the Pacheco. As good
0: thing. as as good as Mahomes is, I, I just I don't trust. Yeah, and even if you know,
3: like I was saying, if you know, let's say they do see the Eagles in the Super Bowl. uh you know, I like I like the Eagles' weapons better. You got uh Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown. If it's the oh, yeah, Eagles, it if it's
0: again. the Eagles in the NFC, outside of the Bills, I really don't see myself rooting against them. The only team I think in the AFC that I would root for over the Eagles right now would be the Bills, because all I mean all the other teams That's I want it. would be are, are gone.
1: That's it.
0: I mean, I don't want the fucking oh, Titan. I mean, unless the Dolphins somehow manage to get there, because uh, I'd have to, re- you know, Tommy's Dolphins, I'd yeah. have
3: to root re- for him. I mean, I think the Eagles yeah. are the real deal, man. I think they're absolutely complete on both sides of the ball. Well, Dolphins, Eagles, the, we would get
0: the, uh, we, we'd get the Ace Ventura Super Bowl.
3: Oh, yeah, she that would be and, uh, fucking the rad. The Eagles lost one game, and they barely lost that game.
1: Right. I mean, Jalen Hurts on another level right now. He's definitely at a he's definitely a, probably the top of the list for the MVP candidate right now. I mean,
3: yeah. He's fucking absolutely murdered. And I mean, absolute they made murder good him. moves in the offseason too. They added James Bradberry, they added AJ Bowen. they added Hassan Reddick. Right. And they I get, mean, what they a fourth round or
1: third uh they get the fourth they get the sixth round they get the sixth number 6 pick next year too. I mean,
0: the Eagles have just been there, dude. They're a it's good a franchise. They know how to run a football team.
1: And they got a ball and ass pick next year on True. top of what they're doing now. The Eagles are going to be good for a long fucking time as long as Jalen Hurts stays healthy and they keep what they what they got going. I
3: around. hope Jalen Hurts yeah. is that dude. I mean, I hope
1: so too. I loved him. I'm surprised
3: I they him. got rid of Doug Peterson. I actually wanted him.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Look at Peterson. You clear. You're slowly seeing Jacksonville turn around. All of a sudden, maybe Trevor Lawrence is going to be.
0: Listen, I'm telling you. I you told know, you before the year started. I like what Jacksonville is building. Yep. It wasn't going to be this year. It wasn't going to happen this year, but you if, you sure, if you pay attention, if you pay attention, I really like what track, Jacksonville's building it. down there.
1: Makes me nervous.
0: <laughs> I like the direction they're heading. So uh, anyway, all right, Durant. We'll, uh I'll talk to you on some Call of Duty in a little bit after this. Uh, yeah. I'll be on. Good. I'll be on later after yeah, the Lakers watch game. The
1: Lakers, Celtics, Lakers.
0: And uh, no, yeah. just just the Lakers is fine. You don't have to mention this. It. No, it's, I'm gonna watch the Celtics. No, it's the Lakers game. I'm gonna watch the Celtics it's a, it's a yeah, game. It's know, the Lakers game. It's definitely um, well, the Celtics game. No, it's definitely the Lakers game. We've actually won more than twenty games
2: this season. So,
0: oh, I'm fucking sorry. Fucking when was the last time y'all won a championship? Oh my god, I can't remember. I think I was in fucking college. Still, so whatever. Who cares? I've seen my team I'm in three since. And I went to college, so I'm going to Fuck. Heyo, Terrell. I'll talk to you a little bit. Thanks for the call, bud. Later, bro. Good stuff, man. Later, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one, 774-992-8702. Good call from Durant. Love it. Sit him down. Ah, uh, Capesa. Uh, Durant's one of my he's, he's such a long time fucking fan of the show is uh, Die Hard I still owe him dinner at Texas Roadhouse too just so you, if you're listening to me, I haven't forgot about that Yeah. Um, I still owe you dinner because the Raiders swept my pathetic ass Broncos this year I hate to say it he was right i he, he had his doubts about a new coach new quarterback how quickly they were going to be able to start uh, how quickly they were going to be able to come out the gate and uh, yeah you know things did not break our way this year uh, same here bro don't you worry know, about um, it I will say this about the Broncos, though, and just to touch on it real quick, because I do want to get into this. Uh, we're going to stay on this Justin Herbert, no uh, pass roughing the passer thing, and then uh, we got we got Jalen Hurts thing too. Uh, little someone someone's commentary about Jalen Hurts it was a little off color, uh, if you will. Uh, uh, ha! And uh, but uh, I think it's
1: someone who I can't really not stand, but someone who I'm just like shut up, you know, like. If I was
0: going to rank the Broncos' failures in order, it would go. Injuries, one. Nathaniel Hackett, one A. Yeah. Uh, A huge gap, everything else. And then, yeah, then Russell Wilson will be like 13th on that list. Did Jerry
1: Judy get fucked for something? No. One. Did I see that? Did I see that today? That Jerry Judy's going to get handed like a fine or something,
0: or something? Oh, because I think he bumped into a ref. or he like he, is that like, what happened? Yeah, with him. he was fucking livid. Is he suspended or something? No, no. He's not no. Suspended. Oh, all
1: right. I thought I was gonna it was going to miss something. No, they didn't a call a penalty anyway, on the field. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. I just saw that he was getting fined or something like that. Uh, so fucking stupid. So
0: just to piggyback off of that call because we were talking about the we were talking heavy about the uh, the, the the roughing the passer. Um penalties that have been i wish i had actually saw ruining that the league and i didn't see that play i didn't see it. well you we were traveling that day that's right. why we were we were on the know, we, we were flying God, you
1: fucking travel one day on a sunday and it feels like you missed the whole fucking season well we
0: technically missed two i know we missed two weeks of football this year because that's yeah. vacation not yeah. that it wasn't worth it no it was definitely worth it It was definitely worth every second but and we
1: caught a little bit while we check down this, there, which was dope check this shit out let's check it
0: I mean, I, I I honestly I don't know. I don't know what you call roughing the passer here. He hits him, the arms go down, he tries to hold himself up. Like, I, I just don't know. Like, I don't I don't I don't know what that call what that call is supposed to be. Like, I, I just don't even know where like what are we what are we doing? I I mean I'm sorry, but that call right there, like Durant said. The NFL needs to start holding officials and people accountable, accountable publicly. Like officials should be available for post-game interviews. Why not? I don't know because, just well, because as much a
1: part of the NFL is f- wha- every, because they're
0: not full-time. They're not full-time employees. People,
1: yeah, but everybody's obligated. Yes, they fucking are. No, they're not.
0: Officials are not full-time employees. Well, not the
1: NFLPA needs to get behind that shit.
0: Joey Fats Radio, Row One, Seat One. Hey, what's
2: up, boys? Yo, what up,
0: Doug? Pat, you ready for this um, fucking bloodbath that's about to commence in L.A.?
2: <laughs> don't listen Joey, to him, Pat. I, it's
1: not gonna happen. Pat, Tatum's dropping forty-five to tonight. Um, Joey,
2: uh, I, I I'm trying to. I called too close to John. I was I wanted to piggy talk myself just to piggyback off the the uh, pass interference stuff. Too. No, go right ahead. Do you do you? I caught at the
0: uh, middle of John's call. I think. Do you think the NFL's really doing that? Trying to help out fantasy and all that. Absolutely. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Offense is where it's at. Offense is where the money is made. There's there's uh, there's a reason why every single rule change, or I won't say every single, but ninety five percent of the rule changes we've offense. seen over the last twenty years, oh. I mean, have benefited offense. And you go back to the t- two thousand and four with the Chuck rule. Peyton throws forty nine touchdowns. <laughs> You know, uh, next thing you know, you can't touch quarterbacks after 2008 because Brady got hurt, and that was a real killer. Uh, Uh, You know, like I said, uh, you know, like I referenced earlier, nobody gave a fuck when it happened to Carson Palmer. You know, but when it happened to Tom Brady, oh shit, that's a big fucking deal. Uh, (laughs) And then you had Sunday Bloody Sunday, which was what 2010 or 11, where all of us like three guys got killed going over the middle, and next thing you know, you can't go, can't you know defenses receivers like. You know, all they want to do, they, they they want more catches, more yards, more offense. Yep. That's why you've really seen an influx in the, like, if you look at the defensive numbers and the metrics, like, the de- defenses used to be able to stop offenses from gaining yards. Now that's impossible. Now you just basically have defenses going like, look, we don't give a fuck what you do between the 20s. We really don't, but when you get down over here, like you're not, you're we're, we're going to make it real difficult. You'll on
1: never you. see a two thousands Ravens defense yeah.
0: again. <laughs> no, you really won't. Whoa. So if you look at, but if you look at, I mean, just look at the way the game has changed, Pat. Right? No, Trent Dilfer going to get well. No, well, <laughs> no, well, way. I mean, I mean, I think honestly, the closest thing to Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl in the last ten years was Peyton Manning. I mean, yeah, we I mean, in terms of ability to throw a ball, well, yeah. I mean, Dilfer might have been more physically capable, but mentally he wasn't. Near, I mean, Peyton had more mental capability yeah. than Dilfer did, you know, whatever, but it was like kind of a At trade-off. that point
1: in Peyton's career, he was kind of, you know, on the but back end. And he was the very defense much didn't. on the oh, back offense, end. Yeah, but he's still well with the Broncos. Yeah, but that was because the defense was just absolutely yeah. retarded. And
0: Peyton's ability to check to a run in the proper situation was yeah, unmatched. I mean,
1: his, his football IQ obviously had. A and game. he
0: threw two dimes against the Patriots in that AFC Championship, so, which
1: I uh, witnessed personally.
0: You did, uh, yeah, but my fa- my favorite.
1: Called got family
2: in Denver, so I'm not calling a bust your balls. Do you think there's What do you? What do you guys think? Do you think the Broncos can come out next year and be like a fully different team? They should have been this year.
0: Yes. I mean, it, I'm, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off making any bold predictions till I see where our next oh, head coach is. Yeah. Well, uh, but yes, I don't. I mean, look, I didn't think it could possibly get any worse than it did the last two, three years with Denver, yeah. as far as the quarterback situation, having a defense that was top five in the league and and yeah. an offense just couldn't figure out how to move the ball, and then this year happened. But, I mean, look, go back to week one with Nathaniel Hackett opting for the 67-yard field goal or whatever it was. Go for the ball. Instead of fourth and five and letting Russ Cook. do what Russ does and and move the ball yeah, six yards at a point where, you know, in a game where Russ had – I mean, we I think we accumulated like 400 total yards of offense yeah, in that game. Ma- yeah, you guys just it got was stumped on the five-yard line every time. We just kept fumbling on the fucking one-yard line. Um, which was obvious. I mean, you know, Melvin Gordon, you expect that from Javante, not so much. But Nathaniel Hackett's a terrible play caller. He gave that duty up. It hasn't really gotten much better. But uh, no, I think the Broncos are 100% going to be able to turn it around next year. It just really depends. I mean, look, they need a, co- a quarterback, a coach who will come in cater to what Russ wants to run as an offense. I don't need some yeah. fucking, you know, I don't need the next uh, guy who thinks he's, you know, he's, he's the next Bill Walsh over here trying to fucking reinvent the wheel <laughs> I don't and, need from you, know, MIT, you know, re-evolutionize yeah, yeah. an yeah. offense baseball. around a fucking 33-year-old quarterback who's, you know, done things one way his whole career. Look, Russ yeah. needs a stout offensive line in front of him. He needs a solid running game, and he needs to be able to work off a of play action. The man's thrown 65 touchdowns in the last, he threw sixty-five touchdowns his last two years in, in Seattle. Okay, he didn't wow. just suddenly forget how to throw a fucking football. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this isn't this is yeah. this is a coaching staff issue, and it's a, it's coaching and then injuries. Yeah, because we're down to I want to say we're playing. I I don't even know who we have at on our Quinn Miners. I think is the last two. We have two guys that were opening day starters left on our offensive line. And one of them's playing out of position. One of them was a guard. The other Uh-oh. one his moved to center. Sounds
1: like a promising offense. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just it's been a fucking shit show. I mean, it's been a bad year, uh, all all in, like all in all. Uh, but to me, Russ Wilson is the least of our problems. Like we, we okay, cool. We got a quarterback. We just got to figure out how to build around him. Nathaniel Hackett clearly didn't have that and uh, doesn't know what he's doing. In that regard, and you know, maybe George Patton needs to readjust his approach. But um, I trust George Patton to get it right. I don't know who we're gonna get. I mean, I'm all for just bringing in like a veteran guy just to kind of steady the ship, like a Dan Quinn. You know, doesn't have what to be about,
2: a. What about Sean Payton? Someone to win that lottery.
0: I, you know what? Honestly, Pat, I'm all set with going one and him, done. The, I'm all set with going one and done in the playoffs. I'd rather just, you know. Not do but that. That was
1: Sean Payton wanted done in the playoffs in New Orleans. I mean, he only. This could be a new Sean Payton. It happens.
0: It could. Yeah, I
2: always in like on my second favorite team. And my problem with Mike McCarthy is the dude won one Super Bowl with fucking Aaron Rodgers, So my boy Fat says is a, is a go. or better than Brady, nonetheless. How does Mike McCarthy, if he's so great, how does he win one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers?
0: Uh, so because well, because 82. I feel like because I feel like the Packers front office has absolutely torpedoed that entire team. Yeah. every chance they got. They I mean, suck. They, uh, they, I mean, look, if Aaron Rodgers comes back next year, Jordan Love is demanding a trade. Yeah. So the guy that you spent a first round pick on three years ago or two years ago is already like see we. Later. If you Pat, you remember the draft show. We lost our You're fucking right. shit. I am
2: the biggest fan of the draft show. There will never be a bigger fan, even Joy himself. There will be a bigger fan of the lower draft show than me.
0: You know what? I'm going to make sure the draft show happens I this year. I fucking
2: loved that draft show. It's so fun.
0: I'm going to make sure the draft show happens this year, Pat, yeah. just for you.
2: And I'm pretty sure when Jordan
1: Love came in for that, one, that quick game right there, he fucking lit it up, didn't he not?
0: You know what? Actually, Pat, now that I think about it, I have an avenue. To make sure that that draft sh- I'm making sure that draft show happens. It was a lot of fun. So sure. you 100%. I will, I will say it right now. On December 13th, we will yeah. 100% have a draft show for the first round of the NFL draft this year. Game.
2: Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fucking fun. Okay. Just
0: for you, Pat. Just for you.
2: That was a lot of fucking fun.
0: I was like so late, too. I was Quincy so back then. I was out late. That was a so good time. That was, was a, a fun, fun time. Late. I enjoyed the shit time. out of that. Because we had everything set up up here. We were all fucking... We were walling up here that night. It was funny. But but the, t- to your point, though, like, no, I, I really feel like when you look at the Packers organization, you've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for basically, what, 30-something years? And you've only yeah, got yeah. two Super Bowls to show for it? Yeah. That's horrific.
2: I hold my yeah. beer.
0: That's, that's <laughs> absolutely horrible. I mean, and they've only even been to three. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. That's... That is... That is horrible. I mean, and that, but again, that goes back to, you know, Brian Gunst, Gunst you know, and, and company. They've just torpedoed Aaron Rodgers every chance they got. They're just like, dude, like, what do you mean you need Devontae Adams? Fuck him. Like, come on, go fucking throw the football to guys. The like, green- we saw you win playoff games with Jeff Janis, for fuck's sake. Like, go do it again. I
1: think, I think Green Bay's front office has been the, Best at disguising how shitty they actually are because of how good Aaron Rodgers is. The
0: Green Bay front <laughs> office is on par with the Cleveland the Brown- front office. They're terrible. The I'm only difference you. is that the Green Bay front office is hit <laughs> on Aaron- Brett Favre and, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers.
1: And-, and Devontae Adams for a while. Yeah. And-, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the Green Bay Packers front office is so fucking lucky they have a guy like Aaron Rodgers to mask all their shitty decisions because otherwise they would be out there just like the fucking Browns or any other shit tier organization. He's literally the exactly. only. And then they go and fucking snuff him and try and fucking bring in Jordan Love. And if I was Jordan Love, honestly, I would already be demanding fucking trade. Fuck
0: this. But to your point, Pat. I mean, Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's like a great head coach. I think he's a good. I think he's a he good middle. Like, like, look. If Mike McCarthy was available this offseason, season, I would take him in you a heartbeat that. in yeah. Denver. Yeah. Just as a guy to kind of write the write the ship. Yeah. Get, you know yeah. kind of like what we did with John Fox in 2010 uh, uh, 2011 oh, yeah. after the, the about, John Fox. about the he's after the coach the Josh he's McDaniels cool. debacle you know like remember we we, we hired Josh oh. McDaniels oh this oh. is the next you couldn't have kept cool he's yet. the next brain child genius Mike Looks Shanahan, like mastermind. Right. And he comes in and gets caught fucking cheating, gets fired after a year and a half. <laughs> and and then, you know, drafts Tim Tebow. And we're like, what the fuck? Thanks for leaving. And then with John that Fox comes in and actually, like, you know, turns yeah. the team around, gets him heading in the right direction. And then, and then, oh, well, then Peyton Manning falls into his lap. We have a pretty good two years after that. And then we get Gary Kubiak, who honestly, I yeah. think is one of the more underrated head Coach, coaches. Absolutely. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, he didn't win yeah. in Houston. When I would actually, not, yeah. With the
1: yeah, he was good with One the Texans. Houston, I mean, he had Arian Foster and he had Arian Foster and, uh, but think and about Andre what, Williams. But think about uh, what Johnson. Kubiak
0: did with that 2015 Broncos team. Uh, yeah. All right, you who had who
2: won the Super Bowl sets? Was it Fox or Kubiak?
1: Kubiak,
0: Kubiak. Okay, it was Koops.
1: Fox lost.
0: Fox got blown okay, out by I the Seahawks because Fox had that, like, once they beat the Patriots the The whole locker room just kind of had that like ah okay we beat the Patriots <laughs> we're just happy to be here yeah. kind Fuck. of attitude <laughs> yeah. and it showed on Super Bowl Sunday we got blown out and smoked forty three to eight like a bunch of fucking cocks um, which is just embarrassing still to this day but. Kubiak I mean I don't think Kubiak gets the credit that he deserves for that 2015 season when you really look back at it yeah. the moving pieces the injuries they had on the offensive line I mean we grabbed uh what's his name oh my god I can't remember his fucking name um offensive lineman he was uh, tackle Eric something from the Browns and they brought him in like mid-season and he filled the need and then you had Peyton Manning get hurt and Brock Osweiler come in and, like, you had all these moving pieces on the offensive line. You, had, you, had, you went from Bra, Peyton Manning, who was struggling to pick up the offense and uh, uh, to, to, to kind of, like, adapt, like, you know, to this new offense. And then Bra- he gets hurt, and then Brock Osweiler comes in. And not only do you win the Super Bowl, you finish with the number one seed in the AFC. Like, you, you, you host all three. You beat Big Ben, pa- uh, Tom Brady, and Cam Newton in three consecutive playoff games. Okay, three, uh, yeah. three of the top five quarterbacks in the league, and then you get, and, and not only that, but you you may, you take a Peyton Manning who a noodle, wet noodle for an arm at that point, and you yeah. still figure out a way to win the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, I think Gary Kubiak, that one year, just like in a vacuum, might be one of the best coaching jobs in the in the history of the NFL.
2: Put all the right pieces of retired young
0: on top, like a Tony Dungy or. He kind of built power. He he worked up to something at the right time. If if I mean, look, Gary Kubiak's Gary Kubiak's body of work won't measure up to a Tony Dungy or a Mike Tomlin or any of those guys. But that one year where Gary Kubiak figured out how to outcoach Bill Belichick twice, he outcoached Mike Tomlin one out of two times. Uh, He outcoached the shit out of Ron Rivera in the Super Bowl. I mean, it wasn't like that they, they were they were no, that was, that was a tough fucking road that they found to get to that Super Bowl and win it, right. and I think Gary Kubiak, of all the people that get credit for that, you know, the defense and Wade Phillips and the no-fly zone and everything else, people forget what a masterful job Gary Kubiak did. I mean, how do you tell Peyton Manning, I'm benching you? Like, I just, just to think about that. To tell Peyton Manning, I'm putting you on the bench. We got to go with the kid because you can't do it. I got to protect you. Osweiler? And then they put Brock Osweiler in. And then Brock <laughs> like Osweiler goes like five that? and two That's over Peyton. But, but Brock Osweiler was five and two. D- wow. down the stretch through C's that season.
1: Anderson helped with a lot of and, that. Uh, and
0: and Brock Osweiler beat the Patriots in the, in you know on that wow. Sunday night game in the snow. In the C's snow. Anderson. Yeah. Right and, and, yeah. And you know, he goes the only two games Osweiler <laughs> lost were to the Raiders and the and the Steelers on the road. Yeah. And then you and then you get to week 17. A couple of bad things happen and Brock Osweiler gets picked, he gets hit, fumbled, doesn't see it, whatever. The game's not even out of reach, and they yank him. You yank Brock Osweiler, and you put Peyton Manning back in, and then you go on a four-game winning streak, and that's it. That's yeah. all you need. You got four. You got to win Whoa, four games.
2: Fucking, Bill Belichick can't even manage a like. Co- Putting Zappy back in when he should—that's that, pretty amazing. You never really, yeah, because oh,
0: because, because because Eagle Belichick knows that
1: you never yeah, put Bailey Zappi back because Bailey
0: because <laughs> Belichick I mean, goes because point, Be- if Bel if Belichick, what
1: is with the fuck? What is with the fucking yeah, vote? What
0: is with what the, is with you Patriots fans? And the zappy, zappy? Like, what is seriously? That, no, I was just
2: trying to say that. that's good. That's good about. You know, I just have a random question. That's when since, like... Talking about Super Bowls and how they don't happen much. Would you be happy for the Bills if they won this year? Hell yeah!
0: yeah. Are you kidding me? Are they, the, the Bills, Bills. Are my, I'm the I'm Bills rooting playoffs. right now. Now that the Broncos are for the, Bills. the, the Broncos are officially been. eliminated from the playoffs. I want the Bills to win. I am I am 100 yeah, yeah. on the Bills. I'm on the Bill the, the Bills the Bills and the Dolphins. In the AFC, because one of my one of my best friends is a Dolphins fan, so I, I would love to see the Dolphins win one for him. Yeah, and we but gotta, we realistically, have a very
1: close, homie, who's a Bills fan. Realistically,
0: I don't know that the, the Dolphins are even gonna make it to the play. Like, yeah. I mean, it, I just
1: I don't get the fixation on the Bailey Zappi thing with the Patriots fans, man. It's huge. just well, trying
2: to make a point that Julia was right about. It's hard to manage two quarterbacks. That makes, a good, that, that makes it that is, a good for that. It is. It is. It is. It is. But you
0: know, again, but it, but to, in Bill Belichick's defense, and and trust me, man, I was my own dad was sitting there trying to tell me that that Belichick should have put that other kid back in the other day because 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 Mac Jones sucks, and I'm like, and I you know I told my father I said you know what I can't believe you're making me fucking say this because it it, it means I'm gonna be a miserable fucking prick again, but I can't fucking wait. Until next year, when Mac Jones lights it up, and all of a sudden he's fucking yeah, he's out there crazy killing crazy. it, and he's out there, oh, and God. all of you Patriot fans have to sit here and pretend like you didn't bash <laughs> Mac Jones for two fucking years, right. and you're not like, and you, he know, you are like a bitch. Pat. He
2: throws tantrums like a child. I'm not a father. I don't know if you guys are, but uh, he does throw tantrums.
0: I, listen, I'm fine with that because you know what? Because you know what he's yelling at. He's yelling at Matt Patricia, going, "What the fuck are you doing? You're getting me fucking killed out here." Right. I'm watching the yeah. Manning cast last night, right? And it was the yeah. play where uh, Mac Jones got intercepted on that tip ball, like his yeah. hand, his arm got hit, and the ball popped up, and the and the Cardinals picked it off. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm and and Manning, Peyton, and Eli are going. And Peyton's calling out the play before it happens. He goes. Oh, he goes, okay, yep, they're bringing the blitz. Yep, free safety's coming. Uh, They got seven in the block six. This should be a big play. Crossing route's going to be might open. Oh, no, no, oh, no. And the ball gets intercepted. And they're uh, sitting there going, how the hell do you have seven guys in to block six and two guys get free and get to the quarterback? Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, it just, it doesn't even make... might bring down Belichick. Not overnight, but fucking A. It it well, it's not bringing out Belichick. Belichick is doing what he can with what he has, and you have to remember, Belichick does not play the short game. Belichick is, yes, Belichick wants to win this year. Look, I mean, not for nothing, y'all are tied for last in the AFC East, but you're also, like, right there for a wild card spot. So it's not like, you know... Very close. It's not like this was a uh, a completely, you know... Uh, no one, nobody expected the Patriots to win a Super Bowl this year. Not especially Bill Belichick. Yeah. Bill Belichick knew that this wasn't going to be a Super Bowl caliber year. However, however, people have to understand. Bill Belichick looks; he reads the room a little bit better than most. You know, especially when it comes yeah. to head coaches in the league, and he knows how to run a fucking football team. How many? I, I Sean's not here to correct me on this, but I believe it's thirty-seven or thirty-nine players under contract already for next year, and they're. With the, the projected with the pro- projected cap space that they're going to have, they're going to have like 120 million dollars in cap space. So there's a lot guys, of room guys. to grow this roster. And I don't know who's who's your best receiver again in the Patriots. The guy they signed with that money this offseason,
2: <laughs> <100 laughs> hopefully no. Thorne next year. James is Side. I'd love to see that kid take his second year jump. Like I, I know but he's fast than the
0: bastard. Look, that'd be great. But like, I, I honestly don't even know who the fuck mac jones is throwing to right now like you know what i mean like i don't know anybody he's throwing to and so he doesn't have any real decent like outside weapons he doesn't have any you know it's not like he he came into a situation he had you know tim patrick jerry judy Cortland sutton and kj Hamler. yeah you know uh of which only one is healthy right now by the way uh but nonetheless just more reason why russ is not having a great year because it's been a struggle uh but nonetheless uh Look, uh, Mac Jones hasn't exactly had, you know, a plethora of targets to throw to. Nope. Guys that get yeah. open consistently, guys that are on the same page with him. And it's not a knock on the guys you have on the roster, it just means that you don't have enough. And when it comes down to playing quarterback in the NFL, like yeah, you kind of need guys. Look, everybody always said, you know, uh, Tom Brady doesn't need weapons, he makes his own. Okay, well, yeah. well then uh, why why did, you know, what did, did he did he make did he make Randy Moss? I, I, I it's <laughs> weird. I don't know. Like it's just like, you know, and then and then you know, he goes to you know, Tampa Bay and Evans is hurt and Godwin's hurt and it's like, Well, Brady has no weapons. Well, I thought he made his own. Well, you know, I thought Scotty you know, Miller was gonna be the next great fucking you know, I thought he was gonna be the next Cooper Cup, but apparently Brady's not yeah, that guy. Yeah, I thought let it, foot it Not that guy, here. pal. You're not that guy.
2: Joey, so you gave me a ton of time. I love it. Can I ask you if you if you can, can I ask you a quick NBA question? Of course. Um, Paul, do you guys I I love the Celtics, I watch every game. A little worried, not big worry, but a little worried me more heart stretch, but lost to the I'm the Daddy Warriors. Do you think the Celtics, Tatum and Brown, gotta go off against the Lakers? Just because, hey, it's LeBron, we can't we can't get scared against LeBron and, and lose our third straight. I wanna see a W tonight.
1: I mean, I would love to see a W, obviously, but, like, I am i mean, like I was saying before to you? Joe, with, with, with the whole Tatum thing, like, I, I know Williams is out or whatever, a big guy, you know what I mean? He's the other Williams, yeah. not Grant Williams. Um, I don't know if I see the supporting cast like I saw, like, last year. I mean, Tatum, like I said, he can't put together consecutive games. One game he's hot, the next one he's <laughs> okay. shit. And and that's all that happened last season in the series and in the postseason. It was just so inconsistent. I don't really know about the coach. Don't really know much about him, to be honest with you, so I can't really go off him. All I know is you can't put the fucking team on Jalen Brown to go in there and night after night try and put up 30 fucking points, 40 points, to try and keep everybody alive. Tatum's just too goddamn inconsistent. He's a fucking great talent. I think the Celtics have good chemistry. I just – I don't know if it's – it's enough to be the best in the East, but that's still the fourth best in the West.
2: I think they're the best team in the NBA by far, but I worry that sometimes the big names come up like a LeBron or Steph Curry, and they just – and they kind of just crumble inside. I mean, I watched Saturday shaking my head. At I think, you know, they, they started daddy like – Peggy said a million years ago about the. Yeah, 18. no, you're right. I mean, look at YG treason. They, they saw saw daddy, some... daddy it is, holy shit, that's the Warriors. We can't beat those
1: guys. Yeah, I know. They they may they might get a couple things. You know, they might get a lot in their heads and shit like that, and and maybe they're trying to like do things that they can't. They should just go back to the basics and kind of just move the ball. Stop shooting yeah. fucking 26 threes. You know, you, you don't. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Clay Thompson. You're not. You know, bring the ball inside. Get the open man, make the layups, get inside because you can't go out there. And I think it was, I think it was against the Warriors. They were maybe like six for 28 or, 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 or four for like, I don't know what it was. It was a pathetic three, uh, three point percentage against the Warriors. And I'm like, well, why are you shooting almost 30 fucking threes? You know what I mean? What, Marcus Smart out yeah. there shooting fucking threes? You got Jalen Brown just bombing threes like all these guys? I'm like, no, you're not Curry. You're not Thompson. Yeah, not- there's
0: only one team in the league that can do that, and that's, that's the Warriors. Right. And I'm Everybody like, else, you live by the three, you die by the three. Exactly,
1: dude. I'm like, take the fucking <laughs> ball to the hole. You got Blake Griffin now. You know what I'm saying? You got big guys fucking, you know, open up underneath. You got to bring it back to the You got Blake basics. Griffin.
0: He dipped his dick into Jenner once.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you got – you got. I was going to say Williams, but he's not playing right now. I mean, like, you got big guys. You got to bring it underneath. Tatum needs to find a way to work the middle and stop thinking that he's some fucking perimeter shooter. I mean, I, I know he has his nights, and I know he's extremely talented and a lot of things he does facilitating, like, you know, assists and things like that and moving the ball around. But you got to bring it back to the basics and get underneath the hoop and get – basically, you just got to get dirty. You got to get in their faces. You have to get the high percentage. Play of shot. good defense. You,
0: take high percentage shots. Exactly. You'll win a lot of games. Exactly. Uh, to counter that boys, point, I'll
2: be uh, I'll on on you, and I'll be listening. If I don't, if you guys don't have a show next week, have a have a Merry Christmas, boys.
0: Oh, right, we'll, we'll we'll definitely be here next Tuesday. Johnny, don't you worry. Right?
2: Cool. I'll be calling. Love All you, right,
0: brother. brother. Thanks for the call, bud. Have
2: a good day. Thanks Let for the call. Bye, guys.
0: Of course, bud. <laughs> Anytime. Fucking Pat, great caller, always, dude. Fucking, I love, I love, our, I love, I love our ride or die fans on this show. It yeah. really, yeah. It, Patty's a good shit. It makes it, it makes it just so much more fun to do. Yeah, it really fun. does. Yeah. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. You got any last minute calls you want to get in here before we get off, uh, the show because we're gonna go watch the Celtics. The lake is. We'll see what happens. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, look to, 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 <laughs> kind of uh, give my opinion on what Pat was asking about. You know. Do you need to see a win from the Celtics here tonight?
1: I think we got to take one in the west, dude.
0: You can't go 0 and 3 in this. It's a bad look. If you go 0 and 3 against the two LA teams and the Warriors, basically against, you know, the state of California. I mean, we don't count Sacramento cuz they don't really count. Yeah. Um the capital doesn't count. You're right, you <laughs> Well, at least get a goddamn bad. team together. Get there. get your shit yeah. together, will you, Sacramento? Um but uh no, to if you go zero and three in this stretch, yeah. it it's going to be a little bit of cause for pause, just because you're going to go oh, okay, maybe okay. We played really well against a bunch of teams early on, and we did some really good things, but like we kind of got dicked on by the three teams that like you know right. three I mean, teams that we could potentially see in the finals. Right. I mean, Obviously, the Warriors, season, though, you know, the Warriors already dropped their dick on you last year.
1: Right, they did it again. I was so fucking pissed when they won the other night. I was hoping this redemption.
0: Yo, know, the Clippers are one of those teams that we've been we've been waiting for the Clippers to get to a finals. Probably not going to happen because no. let's be honest, but YG, Paul George, and, Paul George and Kawhi yep. Leonard are not going to be healthy by the time the season's over. Probably not. at least not at the same time. Kawhi, is he's good. Yep, he's he's just like whatever. He's all set. Uh, and then the Lakers, they they they're the only team right now that's like you look at like that sub five hundred. Got off to a rough start. They're eleven and fifteen going the, into they this got game. Something to prove though, but they. You could always egos on that team, and you could, but you could see based on the talent. Yeah, like you've seen what Anthony Davis has done so far this year when he's healthy. I'm like, Jesus, you know what LeBron's capable of, and then Westbrook's kind of the wild card. And now you're talking about this, like you know, this uh, uh, what was it, Pat Bev, uh, potentially getting moved for uh, uh, what's his name from? um, uh, They're gonna get rid of Bev Bojo. Fucking. uh,
1: They're gonna get rid of him already.
0: Bogdanovich. They were uh, they were talking about yeah potentially trading Bev and an they unprotected first round pick my for Bogdanovich. Oh Bogdanovich. I don't know. Uh, was it from the fucking Pistons?
1: I don't know. That's crazy. They just fucking picked him up though.
0: Well, they got him this. Yeah, but they. they just uh, it's the NBA, him.
1: man. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, things got to keep moving. Like you said, if you're not getting better, you
0: getting yeah, worse. Yeah, ba- uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah. Uh, oh, Atlanta. That's what it was. Sorry. Oh, yeah, um, I. Right. He's just you know a Serbian guy. He shoots, Serbian white guy, six foot five. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. So whatever. I mean, I'd be all for it. Whatever. Whatever the Lakers have to do to get back in this finals mix, right. like in the in the in the just. I, 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 look, I assume the Lakers are going to make the playoffs even with the current roster as it stands right now. I assume they'll be one of the top eight teams in the West by the time the season's over you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis that's a given right. whether or not they're a championship caliber team by that point will remain to be seen we got till February to figure that out that being said um, the Lakers got to do something because they cannot have two years of just floundering around missing the playoffs injuries this that whatever like nah sorry like if I'm Anthony Davis like if you're Anthony Davis like like. You I'm sorry, you gotta play. Yeah. Like you've you've gotta sack it up and play. Like you can't be fucking hurt all the time. Like, sorry, like do what you gotta do, bro. Drink some water, drink some milk, do some yoga. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But your big ass has gotta be fucking playing some fucking basketball. Shit to get off the pot, homie. Yeah, and uh it's just this is this is LA, man. Like we do not accept like getting to the Western Conference Finals and losing is not acceptable getting to the finals and losing is not acceptable you get to the finals and you win it that's what the lakers do that's what they've done for the last 30 something years and that's what they're going to continue to do that is what they that's why they're the most winning franchise in the last 35 years because that's what we do we win the lakers get to the finals and they win There is no consolation prize. There is no like, oh, I want to build for the long term and, you know, have a sustainable team, you know, or like Sean would always say on the show, like, oh, I'm I'm fine with having a team that's going to be, you know, Eastern Conference finals. And maybe we'll get lucky one year and win a final, you know, every couple of years or whatever. Like, no, no, fuck that. Fuck them picks. Fuck them assets. Fuck all your bullshit. Fuck the way the way Danny Ainge did shit is bullshit like that got you nothing you get zero you got one title out of Danny Ainge as a GM and it was in his what second year first year and then from there on out was nothing so no fuck that I don't want to just be a participator I don't want to be just you know oh shuck him up happy to be here no fuck that I want to be here to win it the Lakers are here to win it that's why you go and get LeBron James. That's why you got Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. That's why you got fucking Luau Cinder. You know, like, that's why you got Eddie House. Magic shit. Johnson. <laughs> I mean, that's, not Eddie
1: House. Um, Derek Fisher. Sorry. <laughs> the other show motherfucker we used to play against. <laughs> Six men of the year, I know, but I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are guy like, those are the just guys you got, and that's what you get, and that's what you do. So you win as Lakers, we win. That's what that's what the Laker organization is all about. There is no because it, it's L.A. Yeah. If you're not winning, you are literally an afterthought. No one gives a fuck about you if you're not winning in L.A. There is so much going on in the great state of California as far as sports go and other things like people don't give a fuck if you're not winning and you're not competitive. People don't fucking care. And you can call it fair weather, call it bandwagon, call it whatever you want. Uh, but the bottom line is, that's the way it is. People don't give a shit if, unless you win. Now, the Lakers are a national brand, but you've got to fucking put up. Dude, you're the Lakers. This is it. This is what you do. And I would love nothing more. I really would love nothing more than for this to come down to Boston and L.A. in the finals this year to settle to decide who goes ahead right. in the in the championship it's count because right now they're number they're tied at 17 right. wouldn't that just be yeah i mean we would be sitting here like they look if there's a game on a tuesday night we're not doing the show we'll do the show monday night yeah because we're watching the game tuesday night because yeah. it's the finals yeah like i'll be calling out i'll be altering my schedule
1: <laughs>
0: to, to make sure that i get to watch and that's how much Celtics Lakers means. That's what it that's what it means to to us, especially as old school fans. I don't know that the new generation, the next generation really has that same kind of uh right. you know intensity. Yeah. That we but we've been brought up on it. Like of that's it was you were on the green side, I was on the gold side. And it just that's the way it goes. I mean, it's all dad's fault. He made us watch basketball when we were kids. And you know, instead of Sesame Street, we got the '84 Finals, and I just remember watching that and going, "You know what, though? I mean, Larry Bird's cool, but like that Magic guy is really cool. Yeah. And that purple and gold is kind of sweet. Yeah. And it just manifested itself, and then whatever it is, what it is. But you and I, you and I, in the same house, growing up in the same household, ended up on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, which I mean, I'm not even mad at you because Larry Bird was the fucking man. Yeah. Well, Still, to me. Is arguably still to me the greatest basketball player of all time right i mean some would argue magic some would argue jordan and they would be okay in arguing that but if you're not arguing magic jordan Shit. or larry yeah uh why is
1: uh it just went from four to nothing real quick from to 15 to five
0: <laughs> for the celtics yeah oh yeah it's a-
1: I'm just saying, they just made 11 points real fucking quick. It's, it's <laughs> I'm just a, watching the stupid little fucking stupid guys. It's really, it like so.
0: shit. It's the yeah, NBA. I know, NBA. I, know I know. I was just like, wow. 10-point lead is absolutely nothing. Well, honestly,
1: I was, more, I, was, I was more fucking surprised that it says Jason Tatum just drained a 27-foot But Whatever.
0: <laughs> honestly, it just, at the end of the day, I think the Celtics need this game more than the Lakers do, because the yeah. Lakers haven't quite, I don't even think the Lakers roster is set yet. Right. I don't even think they have the team that they're going to go into the playoffs with yet, so realistically like this game again and it's pre-christmas it really this is more just cannon fodder and bragging rights and like Ooh, yeah. right, right. so i'll get some shit if the lakers lose this game i'll get some shit when i go to work on thursday from oh, big well. mike and that'll be that but yep. um yeah anyway all right uh one last thing before we get out of here uh, so we were talking about the eagles we were talking about the nfc we were talking about favorites super bowl favorites and everything else and um well rg3 had some interesting an interesting choice of words. Yeah. Uh, wow, when he was talking about uh Jalen Hurts the other night. And uh, on uh Monday Night Countdown. It was really interesting. I mean, really interesting. So, uh check look, it out. You check, check it out. It out. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? One more time, RG three.
1: Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, I mean, did he? I don't know. I I can't touch on this. Subject. Did
0: he, he? He had to have like lost a bet with one of his friends. He's like, I bet you I can say the n word on national TV, and they're like, No, you can't. And he's like, Watch me. Mot. Yeah. And then he's I like, and know. then he's obviously he's backtracking it now. And he's like, I meant bugaboos, which, What the fuck does that even a fucking, mean? What is it? What is even a bugaboo? I've I never don't know.
1: Even... It used to be a restaurant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <I've>,
1: I, I... <laughs> With a moose down by the creek on the sign and shit. It was a buffet. I thought
0: that was Ponderosa.
1: <laughs> no, Bugaboo Creek.
0: Oh, right. Bugaboo Creek. Remember yeah, that yeah, shit? Yeah. That fucking
1: <laughs> restaurant or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it was a ass restaurant. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, hey, uh, hey. It
0: was. RG 3 just, and the best part of that whole thing was, like, Steve Young, like, you can see him, he's just like, if you look at the extended clip of it, he, Steve Young's just like, what? Like, immediately is like, dude, like, that's not one of the seven words you can't say on TV, but it's definitely one of, like, the 12. and Yeah,
1: I think that's on the list of things like, hey, bro, you probably shouldn't say that,
0: but... We all know what it was suggesting, and we all know what he meant.
1: Well, I know what my skin color is, and I know what his is, so I can't really touch on it because if that's what he wants to say, <laughs> that, okay, I can sit here and go cracker, 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 and it doesn't matter, you nope. know, because I mean? I'm fucking white. But guess what?
0: I can sit here and be I mean. like, you white devils. Yep. Well, because it's cool to hate on white people, though. That's the thing. That's yeah, like the new. Is. That's the new age yeah. thing. But. Yep. uh, Nonetheless, it was uh, it was super funny. I got a hearty chuckle out of it. it I mean, was, just it was, it was just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just so says he's says so like nonchalantly, like it's just like it was like it was, he. It, it almost sounds like he meant to do it though, like it almost sounds like he intended. Like he came out like saying like, like 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 I said like he lost a bet, yeah, and he was I, just like. I'm I'm just going to, all right, I'm going to figure out a way to do this.
1: I've just never really been a fan of RG3 anyway. Just because he sits up there and talks like he's just like, you know, ex-Hall of Fame, been there, done that guy. And it's like, bro, you got like blown, you fucking blew your leg out after like three years, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like.
0: One. Really. One. Well, yeah, Two, two, two whatever. Two, two whatever.
1: yeah. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, but for him to say, I mean, hey, I don't know. Like it I was, said, I'm not touching that one.
0: It was highly <laughs> amusing. Uh, I got a fucking good kick out of that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I should start watching Monday Night Countdown again. I was like, yeah. if this is... The- I mean, raw, shit, bro. Elon takes over Twitter. You got RG3 hurling racial slurs on Monday Night Countdown. <laughs> That's I'm fucking like, awesome. well, this is my kind of fucking TV. Let's go. like, exactly. Let's do this. Fucking TV is fun again. Holy yeah, shit! Maybe right. maybe we can all maybe we can all have a sense of humor and laugh about stuff again. Hey, wow! Wouldn't we'll that be something? Let's try. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, all right, let's drop it there. We'll get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, Christmas week. Yay! Yay. Hey, yay! hey, listen. Let's do it. Uh, we'll be back next Christmas night. Uh, next next Christmas night. Next Tuesday night. Christmas week. 8:30 p.m. right here on the one, the only, new, the New Bedford Guide. Yep. Joey Fats Radio, Roll One, Seat One. Thank you to everybody that listened in. Make sure you give us a like and a share. Show will be up on Spotify uh, as soon as the uh, as soon as this is done. Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, whatever Google, Amazon, whatever, wherever you get your podcast, it'll be there. iHeartRadio. Uh, I'll be up on YouTube, the whole nine. So uh, make sure you give us a like and a share. Follow us at roll one Seat one on Facebook. That is our primary go-to for now. Um, hopefully, yeah, awesome. I hope, I hope, I mean, since Elon took over Twitter, it is quickly becoming my new favorite social media platform. So I've been fun. a lot more active on there lately. Uh, hopefully, we'll, I don't know. I got some plans for the new year for this. I know I said that last year too. Um, but uh, I actually got some plans for this for this year. So. Yeah, bring them up. We'll uh, see what happens, but uh, make sure you give us a like and a follow. Get after us. Uh, it's been fun. We'll uh, see y'all next Tuesday night. Uh, for Mister Benton who could not be here, and Plizzy, I am Joey Fats, and we will check y'all next Tuesday night. Peace. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Thursday night football. Seahawks diners. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith. Can't wait. Yeah, buddy. Peace. Let it-